New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, it's good to be back with you here, Andrew Cloud, on another Proverbs podcast. I'm hoping, and if you've made it this far, it's a good sign that you've stuck with it. You, you've been with us in Proverbs this whole time. And so today I'm picking up in chapter 20. Um, I'm going through one, 1 through verse 15 in chapter 20, but I'm actually going to be focusing on verses 5 through 12. And, and we've seen that over and over again in Proverbs, the way it's written. There's tons of uh, totally different topics, little rabbit trails that we could go on. And, but we've made a commitment to read it verse by verse, and so I'm hoping you're doing that with us and learning to read for yourself and, and discern for yourself and all those things. And so, again, we're not going to comment on everything that could be commented on, uh, but trust that God is going to do something through His Word. So uh, we're in chapter 20. I'm reading 1 through 15 and focusing on verses 5 through around 12. And this is the ESV Bible. Wine is a mocker, strong drink a brawler and whoever is led astray by it is not wise. The terror of a king is like a growling of a lion. Whoever provokes him to anger forfeits his life. It is an honor for a man to keep aloof from strife, but every fool will be quarreling. The sluggard does not plow in the autumn. He will seek the harvest and have nothing. The purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Many a man proclaims his own steadfast love, but a faithful man who can find. The righteous who walks in his integrity, blessed are his children after him. A king who sits on the throne of judgment winnows all evil with his eyes. Who can say, I have made my heart pure. I am clean from my sin. Unequal weights and unequal measures are both alike an abomination to the Lord. Even a child makes himself known by his acts, by whether his conduct is pure and upright. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. Love not sleep lest you come to poverty. Open your eyes and you will have plenty of bread. Bad, bad, says the buyer, but when he goes away, then he boasts. There is gold and abundance of costly stones, but the lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. Again, there's, there's several things going on in verses 1 through 15, but I wanted to read again. Uh, verses five. This is kind of really the the point that I'm I, I kind of saw, and there's a chunk that's kind of relating to this point. So verse five, he, he says, "The purpose in a man's heart is like deep water." And so deep water, you know, in that culture, water was dangerous. And so it, you know, the the motives basically what it's talking about is deep. You know, you can't go down there. You're going to need a bucket of of water or bucket and a and a rope to draw it out. You know, so the purpose of man is like uh, the purpose of a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. And there's that picture of you know pulling up the bucket with the rope. And I think this is really cool. Perhaps something we don't really talk about in church uh, a lot of times. You certainly see the world doing stuff like this. You know, trying to figure people out. Uh, you know, there could be like TED talks and just you know little stuff, little tidbits you've heard from worldly wisdom that, yeah, there's something to that. You know, there's not all that stuff is bad. You, you might hear something like, you know, emotional intelligence or, you know, reading people well. 
tips on doing that or things like that. But I, I think I think this is interesting because here in Proverbs chapter ten, twenty we see Solomon um, talking about that. So the the purpose of a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. And so who who's that man of understanding? And um, in verse twelve. It says, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. And so God has made us in his image, and God has given us gifts, talents, and and obviously here in Proverbs, he's trying to give us wisdom, and that is discernment. And so that, that was the first point that I, I put in. Proverbs gives us wisdom in being discerning of other people. Proverbs gives us wisdom in being discerning of other people, and that it can be dangerous, and I, I think... Um, we, we see this kind of juxtaposed in the following verses. So verse six, um, many a man proclaims his own steadfast love, but a faithful man who can find, you know, there's this question mark on there. And I think that's what's dangerous when we, when we're talking about, Hey, you need to read people. You need to discern people. There's this kind of uh, cynical edginess that uh, a, a lot of people kind of interpret that with. Um, and, and I don't think, if it, I know it's not telling us it's Proverbs is not telling us to be these like cold hearted cynics who are constantly thinking the worst of people. And a lot of us can get caught up in that. And so I think the point of verse six is simply to make the point that, you know, loyalty and character and faithfulness, they're rare, they're rare commodities. And, and it's not saying it's, you know, fatalistic that everybody's a jerk and you can't trust anybody. It's just saying that, well, that's a rare thing to find, uh, someone of reputable character, and that the discerning person draws out what's really going on in, in someone's heart. Now, we don't know everybody's motives. That's for God to judge, um, but we can have discernment in that. Um, and so you're not supposed to be cynical, and I think verse 7 kind of makes this clear. It's comparing and contrasting. Verse 7 says, the righteous who walks in integrity, blessed are his children after him. And so it's like, you know what? There are good people out there, you know, and his descendants and his children— you know, that it will go well for them. And so uh, when we have eyes to see and ears to hear and God's giving us discernment, uh, we can we can begin to discern other people, not knowing their motives truly, fully, but at least having some understanding and some discernment of that. I think um, I think that's a big deal. I think when we do life and we're, we're talking about wisdom and, and, and there's not a single verse for every situation that will pop up in your life, God Rather, I mean, there are a lot of verses. The Bible speaks, and it's timely, and it's timeless. But there's wisdom, too, and the Holy Spirit's inside of us to help us to know all these different variety of different people and situations and circumstances and, and all those things that are our life here on earth that we go through, um, that we can figure out some things for ourselves through the power of wisdom and the Holy Spirit that God is doing that for us. He's the one that gives us eyes to see and ears to hear. And I, I, this isn't just, you know, being skeptical. Like I said, you're not being skeptical people, and it's not the end goal isn't to read people to get your own, that kind of a thing. It's to, to live life well, to live life in a way that honors God. And this can play out in a ton of different ways. I mean, David, we see this kind of language when he was in his court. He kind of sensed uh, when people were there to, to get gossip about him. He, he kind of discerned. There's the, just think how much in your life you could use discernment when it comes to other people, not to think of the worst of them, but to live life in wisdom. And uh, this also points to Jesus because Jesus, uh, John two twenty five says, uh, Jesus also he quote knew what was in man, and so we have the the author and the model 
of what wisdom and discernment is in the person of the second person of the Trinity, that is Jesus. And so obviously that points to Jesus, how we live our life, uh, being transformed because of what he's done for us. And I think what's really cool is Proverbs, it's showing us wisdom, but it doesn't let us off the hook, does it? Because, you know, there's this chunk that we've seen that's discerning other people. But look what it says in verse 9. It says, who can say, quote, I have made my heart pure. I am clean from my sin, end quote. And there's the question mark. So who can say that they're sinless, basically? And when we're discerning other people, Proverbs doesn't let us off the hook that we <clears throat> need to have wisdom to be able to discern ourselves, to discern our own hearts. Um, and I think that, that that's really practical because discerning our own hearts, you know, it forces us to reckon with our sin and not to be too harshly, you know, judgmental of these people that, you know, in wisdom we're trying to discern. And I, I think at the end of the day, when, when it's talking about discernment and wisdom and, and like the thrust of this little chunk, you know, <clears throat> a wise person can apply it. A wise person understands creation, uh, fall. A wise person understands the depth of human depravity in any given situation. Uh, and that includes their own depravity. But it also he also understands, he or she also understands redemption. And so, you know, creation, fall, depravity, redemption, like can read that narrative and see how that is playing itself out in the lives of them and the lives of other people. I think that's the wisdom. And I think, of course, ultimately that should point us to Jesus and we should be thankful for what he's done on our behalf because he... He's the one that made us clean. He's the one that's made us righteous, and so we can walk in that. I hope this has been helpful to you, whether it's been a reminder or maybe if you've even learned it for the first time. Either way, I hope it drives you into the Word that you're studying Proverbs for yourself, and I uh, hope you come back tomorrow as we continue through the book of Proverbs, and you all have a great day. See ya. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.